1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Super Cast. I'm Joel Ape, I'm joined by Damon McDonald. I've had a week, Damon, (laughs) as you well know, it's been a long one. Uh, I was was hoping to be able to sit with you, my good friend, and and talk about some actual pro wrestling. A fun tournament, well booked, great matches, uh, exciting future possibilities, but you can't even have that, Damon. Um, Strap yourselves in, folks, get ready for the discourse.
0: Mm. I don't know if I'm ready for that discourse. <laughs> um, yeah, I, like uh, it's. I know that people are going to be like, "What?" Like I, uh, I'm, I'm finding out a lot of of stuff that has occurred in the past few days in the online communities. Uh, that is kind of disappointing, really. Like, oh my god! But that's why we're here. We're here. To make sure that uh, voices are heard and viewpoints are shared, uh, and by uh, shared, we just want to spout our own. <laughs> we do our show. You want to spout your own? Go do your own fucking show and make it as popular as ours. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, you've been telling me a lot, and it's been a, it's been a week, both uh, having to do with the square circle and not. So uh, look. I know there's a lot to cover. We had a wonderful New Japan Cup, a refreshing New Japan Cup, should I say? Um, one with uh, little twists, little turns. Um, I, all I know is the, the big news is, is my brackets looked really fucking sharp. I wish, I wish, I, I wish I wasn't so goddamn lazy and, I, and actually submitted them. But uh, if I'm if I'm recollecting correctly, my brackets were pretty fucking solid. Pretty solid.
1: Yes, I think had you actually submitted the one the, the picks that you gave on the show, you'd have beaten me. You'd have been very high. I think you may may have even cracked the top five. So mm. get them in next time, Damon. We, we want to see them. But um... I know.
0: I just get I. You know what it is? It's like I talk about it with you, and I get it out of my system, and then I don't like. Like when people text like I don't understand why people think that things don't apply to them, but people then text me their thoughts about wrestling, and it's like I talk about this shit for three hours. Uh, I wake up at five o'clock in the fucking morning to make sure that I am ready to go to talk to you about this so I can share it with the masses, the masses, like the pesh mode i'm 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 a podcasting for the masses um but then. Everybody's got to get their uh, personal take. (laughs) Leave me alone! Is what I'm trying. (laughs) Leave me alone. All right, Uh, Joel. You had a week, as you said. Why don't you? uh, Why don't you steer us in the direction in which where we need to go? Who do we have to? Who do we have to uh, to uh,
1: set straight first? Should I say? Well, let's start with a question from Bastimas, who says, was the ending to this New Japan Cup the biggest dropping of the ball they could have possibly conceived? Now, uh, I just said to Damon off the air, I don't know what what he, your opinion is about this whole thing. So I'm very interested to hear. This may very well come across like uh, Damon giving the, you know, the sensible person's take of me sounding like the, the crazy man. And I'll accept that because all, all opinions are valid here. Um, and like honestly, I don't even know where to start with this one. Um, People are going to react differently to this, which is fine. And please understand that if you, dear listener, if you liked what happened after the match with um, uh, Will Ospreay and Shingo Takagi and and the thing with him giving the the attack, the cutter to be Priestley, if you liked it, I'm not having a go at you. I'm saying that it's important that you listen to the other perspectives, even if you don't agree. Um, I suspect a lot of people are just going to eye-roll this as done pro wrestling, which is fair. And when I saw what happened, Damon, my first reaction was, oh, he's just copied Randy Orton from 2005 with the, the Stacey Keeper thing. How lazy and shitty. I didn't like that when it happened back then. Um, I certainly don't like it now. And I really shouldn't have to explain this, but apparently I do. Using the only female wrestler regularly appearing on your shows as a, a disposable prop To show how much the bad guy wants to win the title is sexist, right? It's a common and lazy trope in fiction to use a woman as an object to help the male protagonist advance the plot. Mm -hmm. Um, It's upsetting to viewers who might have suffered from such trauma in the past. And within the context of the speaking out movement... A wider UK campaign about violence against women following the uh, alleged abduction and murder of a woman by a police officer. Uh, we got a guy shooting up massage parlours in the States. Domestic violence reports in Japan hitting record highs. we got protests in Japan against sexual discrimination. Not to mention Osprey and B. Priest's extremely questionable history with Pollyanna. Maybe this wasn't the smartest idea, people. And hot take alert... I think using the concept of domestic violence as a way to, to get heat for a men's wrestling match is lazy and stupid. Now, you might not see it that way, that's fine, but there are plenty of people who do, and it's important to listen to them and respect their opinions, even if you disagree. And I tell you, David, i got an awful lot of big brain smart boys in my mentions uh, mansplaining why this was actually okay and uh, explaining the concept of fiction to me. And as friend of the show Sean said, all the Reply Guys deciding what type of violence against women is fake and what's real in all kinds of media, which was very nice, very good. Thank you, Reply Guys. And listen, to those people who think that this thing is fine because Osprey and B wrestled each other in a match, no, this is different. This is not an intergender wrestling match where two professional fighters in storyline gave their consent and willingly took part in a match, right? Different. This was, to the casual observer in in storyline, a man launching an unexpected, unprovoked, non-consensual attack on his girlfriend. Now, it doesn't matter that B obviously consented to it as a, a performer in this, right? It's what they're portraying in the ring. And if you can't understand the difference between those two things, then you've got to try harder. It's not difficult, And to those people who think that it's fine because, uh, like I said, Randy Orton did it in 2005. I swear to him, if I get one more fucking person talking to me about Randy Orton, (laughs) I'm going to scream. No. Right? It was shitty and lazy then and it's shitty and lazy now. Right? As a society, I don't think we should use how Vince McMahon thought women should be treated 15 years ago as the moral benchmark to what's acceptable today. Imagine that. Yeah. Presenting 2000s WWE as the moral standard with a straight fucking face, right? The the, the fact that more problematic stuff could fly under the radar then is not a justification to those people who think it's fine because films and TV have violence against women. No. When I turn on, for example, Game of Thrones or or Sopranos or whatever, there's an unspoken agreement that the viewer knows roughly what kind of content they're about to watch, okay? Okay. There, there are usually clear ratings or warnings about disturbing content so that people who don't want to watch that kind of stuff can avoid it. And when I turned on the New Japan Cup final, I wanted to see some pro wrestling. I didn't willingly agree to watch depictions of violence against women. So that is a, a transparently false equivalency. And look, this what happened in the New Japan Cup. One, this is not a, a thoughtful depiction of domestic violence. That's uh, you know tr- trying to make some poignant statement about the matter. This is it's not high art or elegant storytelling. It's it's Will Osprey doing a cutter on his girlfriend because Randy Orton did it 15 years ago, and Will thought it was cool. Okay, it's it's not exactly Othello and Desdemona out here. So these are the same tired, demonstrably false counterarguments that I've had thrown at me. Again and again and again. And let's also be clear, right? We know where this is going. We know that despite her commitments that day as a stardom show in the day of Genesis, there's a fair chance that be uh, either at Genesis or maybe somewhere down the line, is going to, I don't know, attack Ibushi and help Ospreay win the title. That doesn't make this okay. It's still a simulation of domestic violence. And... Here's the thing, I keep saying, if you liked it, that's fine. I'm not going to criticise you for that. You like what you like. We all have different tastes and backgrounds. We experience things differently. If you thought the angle was cool, great, good for you. However, if you thought it was cool, and you also spent your day ridiculing the people who didn't like it, or explaining to them why they're wrong for disliking it, what are you doing? Actually, what are you doing with your life? Pipe the fuck down. Nobody asked you. Let other people dislike it. Listen to their opinions. Be respectful. You don't have to agree, but you might leave the conversation a little bit wiser than when you entered it. And Damien, you you wouldn't know this. I tweeted specifically asking female fans, uh, female identifying fans, to let me know what they thought. Not, Not that they're only them, they, only they have the right to dislike this crap. But because I, I genuinely wanted to know what effect, if any, this might have on the female fan base, and boy, if I didn't get an awful lot more smart boys in that thread, continue to explain why we're wrong without uh, a shred of irony or, or self-awareness. And you know, fortunately, a lot of women did reach out to me, both in the mentions, which was <laughs> very brave of them uh, for wading into that shit show, uh, but also in the, the direct messages. And surprise, surprise, most of them hated it couple were conflicted couple were okay with it but not one woman said to me yeah that angle is awesome what a home run I, I can't wait to see Ibushi kick his ass at Sakura Genesis right. which and that leads me to the most tiresome retort which is he's a heel you're supposed to hate him it's heel heat did you hear any heel heat in that venue Damon you can hear uh, a fucking
0: no. I heard drop. silence I heard, I heard right. the, the deafening sounds of crickets <laughs>
1: People were confused, right? The, the, the announcers were confused. The English announce team were confused. Japanese fans I spoke to said they didn't understand what was going on. And even they were all debating on Twitter about whether or not it was a depiction of domestic violence. We're, we're hearing from Voices of Wrestling on their, their Patreon about wrestlers backstage who were pissed off with this angle. And it's obvious to me the heat is on the company, not on the main event of Sakura Genesis, where it should be. Nobody is talking about that match. Or the Shingo match, we're all talking about this stupid fucking angle. And and look, this this is not about my opinion, whether or not I liked it personally, because I'm I'm just one idiot podcast co-host. Yes, I thought it was stupid and lazy, but my point is there are a lot of other people who hated it, who were uh, were upset by it, who don't want to watch New Japan anymore because You know, it's not as if this is an isolated incident from the same company that tried to fucking sneak my skull when they thought nobody was looking, right? This is a a worrying behavioural trend now. It's making people uncomfortable. We are, or I am at least, side-eyeing this company real hard right now. Big questions. There are also people who say, oh, you're only complaining because it's, it's Will Ospreay. And look... I would hate the angle, even if it weren't Osprey. But the fact that it is him makes it even worse, given his background, the, the accusations against him, how he's treated women and rape victims, how he's rolled into certain people's DMs asking for, for kinder coverage because their criticism made him feel suicidal. And now he's doing this, right? Does this really look like a man who's learned his lesson... And it deserves our support and our sympathy. Or is this a a bully and a coward who manipulates people and plays the victim card when it suits him. And uh, exploits the suffering of others. But at the end of the day is going to do whatever he thinks will help him be a big wrestling star. And you know there are even some people who think I shouldn't praise his matches. Personally I think I can critically assess his wrestling matches. And then discuss the other stuff on its own merit. That's a discussion for another time, but I will say this, Damon. uh, I've been ranting for about ten minutes now. I haven't even discussed one move from the Osprey Shingo match, which is a complete afterthought to me. I don't even feel like I want to discuss it. And here we are, in the fucking mud again.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Look, I feel I'll I, I can't imagine what that had to be like to just be disappointed in the human race again and again and again. But um that's a that's a that's a hell of a week. Um Yeah, so for me it's a situation where <coughs> excuse me, the yeah, I've seen it a million times in pro wrestling, right? That what you described at various levels of discomfort. Um Dusty Rhodes and Baby Doll, uh and 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 Tully Blanchard and Baby Doll. Uh you know, we're talking 1986 and you know JJ lies about giving a plane ticket to Baby Doll. Baby Doll is not to be found. Tully Blanchard is like, Where the hell have you been? Uh, An argument ensues. Tully Blanchard hauls off on Baby Doll. Um, Dusty Rhodes, as a baby face, um, hauls off on Baby Doll as a heel manager. A little bit different dynamic here, but, um, you should have seen the people going nuts in, uh, wherever that was tape was probably like Charlotte, uh, and, and, and women in the crowd kind of saying, give her another one, Dusty. And Dusty even talked about that in the past where, uh, he was even uncomfortable. He's like, I'm the baby face when I'm, I'm doing this. Um, you know, not for nothing, but the whole dynamic of Randy Savage and Elizabeth—you know, not, not not the not the the, the best portrayal of uh, male-female dynamics here and relationships. Um, which actually bled into some real-life jealousies and such. And you hear the stories of Randy locking Elizabeth in locker rooms just to uh, not deal with that jealousy Um, of course everybody knows about the infamous continental angle Uh, dirty white boy and uh, the um, hoodwinking of uh, the whole territory at the time in the angle of you know the allegations of domestic violence being played out right in front of our eyes in a pro wrestling show. Um, ECW, Beulah McGillicuddy cuts a promo in the ring, explaining that she's pregnant and who's uh, with Raven. And uh, the baby's not Raven's and it's not Stevie Richards uh and uh raven proceeds to grab Beulah pregnant uh into the corner with the threat of you're going to get cracked across the mouth uh until tommy dreamer makes the save so throughout the history of pro wrestling we have seen instances that i felt were worse than this um because the the implication of even worse violence and anger um, toward you know whether it be Baby Doll, whether it be Beulah McIlvarty, uh, whether it be whomever it would be, uh, seemed a little bit more you're playing on people's emotions even more. Whereas this felt like um, a person getting. a pro wrestling move put on them to kick them out of a faction. And um, I felt like the other ones were, were much worse now. Know that in, in every instance, there has been a certain amount of outcry. Now, again, we didn't have the luxury of having podcasts and the internet and methods to really, uh, have your voices heard on this, but, uh, places like I don't know uh, observer reader pages where people could write in letters and talk about pro wrestling and any not as a, as an easily you know two way street communication methods that we have now but you know you would write the letter and you would publish it um people were upset by it and people would vote on it at you know the most disgusting promotional tactic i guess I guess that's where people could. Um, voice their displeasure when things like this happened, and people talk about like, okay, it's pro wrestling, it's pro wrestling. Um, and I guess that's my point in all this is that pro wrestling can be better than that. Um, and I think a lot of thing, uh, you know, uh, a a lot of people gravitate toward. New Japan, at least in the past five, six years, because there was a very, 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 very good chance that even though the name is New Japan Pro Wrestling, you weren't necessarily going to be exposed to that. Now, there is something to be said about the heel getting a heat, right? Sure. Sure. Absolutely. And again, in examples that I shared with you, just off the top of my head that I remember, um, those were methods for heels, by the most for the most part, to get heat. Doesn't make it right. It right? doesn't make it um, you know, if you look at it outside the pro wrestling box, and even in the pro wrestling box, it doesn't make it right just because it was done over and over again. Again, I, I'm I'm pretty familiar with pro wrestling, and and the idea of, ex, you know, extreme versions of and extreme um, examples of behavior is the backbone of pro wrestling. But again, I think that there is a, I think there's a standard in this promotion that. And I, ha- and I really had to think, did this, has something like this ever happened in New Japan before? Like an angle like this, where, to be very clear, the angle is domestic violence, right? I mean, there's, we're, we're, nobody's
1: doubting that, correct, Joel? What, whether or not it's a depiction of domestic violence? Correct. Uh, yeah, yeah, people are arguing about that.
0: Oh, I, how's it where i don't understand why or where there where they're, like that's what it is right i mean yeah. we're, i mean that's what it is yeah. i don't i don't know what what else would it be
1: well i've i've told you that the excuses people are given to defend it oh, oh she's a wrestler she was in on it it's fiction it's pro wrestling well, right, blah, yeah, blah, but... blah, they, they don't wash with me and, and again I'm not saying that this is the worst thing I've ever seen in wrestling it's no, it, was, it was stupid and lazy my point yeah. is what's, what's really annoying is one the timing of it how tone deaf it is and two the, the way people will not allow other people to let their feelings out, you know, it's okay for people to dislike this, let them dislike it, be like, okay, I didn't see it that way, but I understand what you said, and yeah, that's, that's valid as well. Right, I mean, but, and again, I think people
0: flocked to New Japan wrestling, because you you knew that the, the possibility of seeing stuff like that was, was minimal at best. Um, yeah, I don't understand that. Like, why I mean, again, it is what it is, whether you can stomach it or not is that's that's your call. But if people are upset or outraged or um, upset or disappointed or I mean, I think they have a valid leg to stand on here. Um. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I thought I thought it was just a terrible angle. From a pro-wrestling perspective, it was just, uh, it didn't make any sense to me, but okay. Uh, and it was just something that I was just like, I don't know if I really needed this. Um, I, I, and And to be truthful, it didn't hit me as hard as maybe other people. Probably because I've seen it again, all those times that I've mentioned and countless other times that I haven't. So maybe I'm just fucking numb to it, (laughs) you know? Maybe it's just, maybe, and and that might be a bigger discussion, quite honestly, but it's the fact that, uh, okay, well, well, we went there. And you're right. The idea of arguing that, you know, Vince McMahon's uh, idea of what is acceptable in, in 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 pro wrestling, especially when it comes to females, is is the standard bearer. It's pretty wow, we. But yeah, Uh I I don't understand it, man. And and, and 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 this might be the main reason why I can't get involved in that. Because I just don't have the the patience for people like that. I don't have the patience for people like that. Um, and that's hard and that's tough. But pff, I don't know how I don't I I I just I don't know how you can disconnect yourself from that. And I, and I don't mean just mean Joel Abraham. I just mean human beings can disconnect yourself from that constant battering of. Ugh. Really, <laughs> you know, you know. I know you're anonymous. I know you're Brian and a bunch of numbers at Twitter.com, and you 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 love to hide behind um, the anonymity of the internet. I, I get that, okay. And uh, uh, but man, like, that's really what you're you're thinking on these things. Oof. All right. Well, yeah. Needless to say, I thought the angle was shit. Um, I feel bad for the people that that were really. It hit them harder than it hit me. I feel bad for those people, and I feel bad that th- this this actually had to be a discussion of you know people getting dragged through the mud because they felt a certain way about an angle. I mean, people can have opinions, but geez, Louise. Ah. <sighs> What? A, I, that's disappointing. I got to be honest. That's really disappointing. Really disappointing. I'm disappointed. Cuz it's again, it's just a just, just fucking delete Twitter, Joel. <laughs> just fucking delete that app. It is the worst fucking thing ever. Ugh. I'm done.
1: Yeah, it's just symptomatic of all sort of fan cultures, you know. It's it's uh Angry boys who are scared that someone's going to come and take their toys away from them. And you see it in all facets of other fandoms. You know, we've seen it with Star Wars fans. We've seen it in the, the, the video game industry, the Gamergate thing. Or any time uh, Anita Sarkeesian criticizes any, any sort of tropes within gaming and, and all the, the little boys shit their pants. So, uh, You it's, know what I, know what not- I
0: really heard? It, I'm sorry. And, and But you know what I really was like? I mean, you know the show Doctor Who, right?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh,
0: There were people that were upset. And again, I followed it for one season because I liked the one dude um, whose name I fucking forget. Um, The one doctor. I thought he was fucking awesome. Um, And and Emily Pond and uh, Matt Smith. I think I had a man crush on Matt Smith. Um, But they were upset because, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't watch but there was going to be the, the doctor was going to be a female, played by a female, and people were losing their fucking minds over it. And I'm just like, really? That's like that. I I don't. Mm. So yeah, I guess it is isn't every every fandom. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just that this should be. I just triggered something in my head. I was like, oh yeah, damn, yeah, it, it is isn't every fandom.
1: Well, I really don't want to go on about this stupid angle too much longer. There are a few questions. I'll try and get through them quickly so yeah. we can actually talk about fucking wrestling. Yeah. Flynn says this isn't really a question, but just passing my opinion on about the Osprey situation. People are saying it's okay because it's fiction, but I think you need to consider what the intentions are when you consider if portraying violence or abuse of women is acceptable. On UK soaps and dramas, abuse of women is shown, but this is done by a carefully thought out storyline, which is aimed to help victims identify the situation they're in. This is also followed by support information and other aftercare available to help the victims if the aim is just to get cheap heat on a wrestler with no thought about the wider meaning then it's not okay in my opinion I also think that pro wrestling is best when it's about two people who just want to win a match they may cheat but their heat should be based on what they tried to do to win a match New Japan Cup win was fine as it was without an attempt at WWE bullshit so yeah I agree with that and I'll try yep. and deal with these questions Damon please jump in if you, if you have anything yeah, you want to add um, yep. in ring art says why not have a stardom heel pop out of nowhere and attack B to signify the breakup then they can parlay it into a program for her over there there are way more creative ways for Will to be a dictator with Without laying hands on her yeah I mean there were an infinite number of other ways they, they could have done it better than the way they did um, Andrew says if Shingo won the New Japan Cup and choked out a monkey to get heel heat based on real life <laughs> controversies would it have been defended as vociferously as this Osprey angle um I mean people are coming at it from both sides some people are saying that people are only going in on it so hard because it is Osprey but then other people are saying that people are defending it hard because it's Osprey so you just can't win with Osprey I'm just sick of talking about him I just wish I could just talk about the wrestling but apparently I'm I'm not allowed to Um, Gig says my thoughts immediately after the angle was they had Osprey use a cutter instead of punching B or using the hidden blades as an attempt to soften the blow make it look less like domestic violence and more like wrestling trying to cover their asses so they could have their cake and eat it too do you think that them making it more wrestling is a sign that they knew? it was a bad idea and still went with it to try and get heat giving them half assed out or do you think that was just coincidental Honestly, I, do. I think I, 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 I think I, he just saw the Randy Orton thing in 2005 and was like that's cool I want to do that <laughs> right you might be right about that but I do think that because again if,
0: if I were going to take the angle that I saw a few days ago and compare it like, have you ever seen that Raven angle with Eula no, no. it's fucked up <laughs> you know but I was in I was there live um, and I, even people in the crowd were somewhat like, whoa, what the, f-? you know, it was more of the, oh, what the fuck, as opposed to, you know, the, 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 the disgust. I mean, it was the ECW arena though. I mean, we're not looking at this as being the fucking UN. Um, that's for sure. Uh, but you know, it was like, like watching it now, it's like one of those things where you're just like, Ooh, okay. Um, and again, I just remember Tully Blanchard whacking baby doll um, uh, with that angle. That was pretty. Like I remember at the time. I mean, I'm you know in maybe like in tenth grade at the time, something like that. And even then, I was just like, "Ooh, what the fuck?" Um, yeah, yeah. Pro wrestling is really not the the the, the method to. Uh, to use when developing young boys' mind on how to treat women—that's that's for sure. Uh, and and do you know do you know that continental angle that I talked about? The no one no, where
1: a lot of those were new to me, so it's uh, been a, a history lesson here.
0: Joel, this fucking angle—it's on YouTube, and uh, and I will say this, and I've I don't think I've ever said this before. Like, if this is a a sensitive issue for you, I'm going to tell you not to watch it do not watch this um but uh know that the idea is is this uh two guys feuding um one has as has a manager slash valet um and there was a, like some random other interview so you know they're doing and and she walks out in the middle of this interview and is like I need to talk what was it to Tony was it I, like the guy that um the guy she manages is feuding with I need to talk to, to and the, the the announcer's like well I, this is not your time but what, why are you at? and no I, I need to talk to, I need to talk to him I need to talk to him and it, it happened like three times during the show and again uh there were I, if I'm not mistaken there were like signs of of uh, that she was physically abused like they like like I don't know if they made her up or to make her look like she's been bruised up a little bit. It's all on YouTube. Again, it is it is a crazy, disturbing angle, even for Southern pro wrestling um, in the 80s. Uh, but it is one of the more notorious fucked up angles. So, yeah, th- I think those are much worse than what we saw here in the New Japan Cup.
1: Drew says, if the will be storyline led to a match for the Red Pro title at one of the stadium shows in May, would that make the storyline less awful? I mean, I don't know. If if they were to follow up on this with a, a, a thoughtful and sensitive and uh, nuanced uh, storyline about domestic violence and, and the repercussions and the consequences of that, then I would perhaps uh, try and address that as a whole. But I'm not confident Why do we that get there in the that way.
0: first place? Is my problem, Joel? Right. Again. The thing, again, I don't necessarily want my New Japan Pro Wrestling to be teaching moments. I just, just, I fight over a title. Can we just do that? That would be perfectly fine with me. But it's this all this other nonsense that now, now, now we're, now we're, for fuck's sake, now we're here. You know what I mean? Just like you were really frustrated with it before. It's, it's unbelievable that I, every, every fucking week. I got to come in on here and talk about nonsense shit that, that for three years ago, I didn't have to talk about. And i it's not about me, mind you, but, 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 but it's the whole situation of why do we, why are we even here? Why are we even here with this promotion? Who greenlighted this? Where 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 the fuck did New Japan Pro Wrestling go? We had a great match. We haven't talked one fucking second about a great match. We had a great cup. We haven't talked one motherfucking sentence about this cup. And it's every goddamn week with this fucking promotion. Enough already. God damn it. Tone-deaf motherfuckers!
1: Yeah, I'm ex- as exasperated as you Damon. Let 35 minutes in no no rest mm. last question I, I promise uh, William says what if that angle was B's idea I don't think it matters I mean it very, may very well have been her idea it's not who came up with the idea it's the execution of it and the implications of it and I think I've uh, gone to quite some lengths to explain uh, what my issues were with it so let's put that one to bed now let's talk about the match itself New Japan Cup Final Will Osprey beat Shingo Takagi in 30 minutes and six seconds with Stormbreaker to win the 2021 New Japan Cup. Then please talk to us about the match. Match was lovely. Match was
0: great. Those two guys have a wonderful chemistry together. Um, And I think this was something that we all had hoped for when we were doing our brackets, that this could possibly be a final. Let's look who's in there, though. I mean, it's two guys that we've been saying for quite a while that they're building around. This is a clear, I mean, New Japan Cup, I think more than G1, is about conditioning fans of who they feel is, is important. Whereas G1 is the exclamation point of this guy has been built. So New Japan Cup is kind of like the start of, okay, these people, again, we're, we're t- taking next levels where and G1 is okay the stamp of approval is already there um and look at and and look at what we're doing it's it's exciting to me in the sense of these these are this is this as much as I just went off like this is what we all want to see now there were moments in the match and I'll say specifically the finish, um, where people I I can see them kind of <sighs> with that whole exchange of um, Shingo's going to hit the the the, the, you know, the big clothesline, and Will's going to matrix his way out of it, boom into the finish. Um, I don't I I was. I was amazed physically by it. Like I was amazed at the, at, at the way that a human being can contort their body on it. But it, I, but even then I felt like it looked really odd. Like it just, and it looked a little bit out of place. I would have preferred a different way to take it home. Cause it, cause it did leave me like, Ooh, what, what? Oh, whoa. Um, because it just, and I, know, and I know it's Will Ospreay, and he can do those things, and he's done those things in the past. I just felt like that exchange was just a little weird, especially all that happened earlier with Shingo taking everything under the
1: fucking sun uh, from Will. And... I
0: don't know, Sorry, to just...
1: interject with a, a quote from Jurassic Park from Dr. Ian Malcolm, just because you can do it doesn't mean that you should. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. That was the only – that was my only criticism. And it, it, is a, it is a small one, but I thought the match was fantastic. Um, And and again, what made me even more happy was the New Japan Cup as a whole where you had David Finley taking next steps. You had um, Hinare even with little seeds of, okay, they're doing something with him. Um, and the fact that the company truly recognizes the fact that the stars that they had – three to five years ago are banged up there. They need, they, they might need a break. They might need the, the spotlight taken off of them. And we need to do things to make sure that we're set up in the future. And, and they constantly do that again, Jay White, great O'Conn um, again, now Finley uh, with a little taste of success. Um, Osprey Shingo um, all these guys, uh, it, it, uh, even Koto Ibushi. Um, all these guys that were kind of set up with these pockets of people that, one, can really go, right? They can really work great matches. Um, I mean, injuries, everybody's working with injuries. But, again, we're not at that just worn to the bone um, where you have Tanahashi and Okada and, and, and Naito who are just really physically hurting right now, probably. Uh, not probably, they are. Um and we have this nice stockpile of guys that they've had slow burns on that are now ready to take next steps. Uh, that's that. When I turned off new Japan cup, um, as, that angle aside where it was just like, that. Um, that's what I felt. I felt like we, like we absolutely, if there's any, if there was any doubt before these are the we're we're next stepping. We're, we're looking to the future.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I thought the match was really good. I didn't like it as much as the other matches they've had in the past. And yeah, agree that some of the moments were a bit far-fetched. Um, I, I did enjoy Zombie Shingo with the, the <laughs> funny face that he did staggering towards Osprey. I really thought Shingo was going to win. I was actually quite shocked that Osprey won. Because um, the way it had been building, it felt like it was Shingo's moment. But um, yeah, there you go. Um, also on that show was the return of Yo who in, announced his intention to uh, resume his partnership with Show and, and go for the junior tag titles again. Uh, Bash says, do you think that they should have brought Yo back in a better way than just wheeling him out at the beginning of the show and bringing him back to team with Show, considering the really decent singles run Show has had recently?
0: Yeah, it seemed a little bit um, odd, like, just to have him pop up. I I, I mean, personally, I, I, I would have done a little bit more Made it a little bit more, uh, meaningful. Correct me if I'm wrong. And again, I don't want to, uh, go down a road if we're talking about it later, which I'm sure we will. They're they're getting a title
1: shot? Correct, yeah. On both counts. We will talk about that later. But yeah, they got a match lined up at Sacro Genesis. Okay. And again, show to be clear, has been
0: a solo performing wrestler, uh they haven't been a tag team in over a year, haven't won a match, haven't done it. Okay. That's that I thought was weird, but okay. And then but that was later on. But okay. Uh do you think this leads to anything or are we just going right back in the Rapunky 3K pocket?
1: I would be disappointed if it were the latter. I'm hoping okay. for some sort of shake up. Yeah. Yeah, I would I, I think
0: I think for both sake. I, I like. How do you go back? How do you put show back to being a junior tag wrestler? You know what I mean. Like, don't you think he's
1: done? And I'm not shitting on the junior tag scene. Well, you should because it's it's really stale. I mean, it is. We'll come we'll come onto it later. But uh, this is what I think. This is the ninth time that Roppongi 3K have faced Kanemaru and Desperado. And as much as I like that match, they've been having this feud for like three and a half years now. <laughs> so. Uh, I think, I mean, yeah, whilst I do agree with you, I'd like to see both guys move on to do something else. Um, there is nothing. The the junior tag division is barren. And, I mean, you could say the same about the junior singles division. It's one of the things I was discussing on Twitter earlier. I mean, someone uh, showed a, a screenshot of all the, the quote-unquote jobbers in WWE shown a locker room together. Uh, I'm trying to find the picture now so I can tell you. There's people like um, Tozawa... Uh, Humberto Carrillo, Drew Gulak, um, Grand Metalik, Ricochet. Ricochet, yeah, who are just <laughs> sitting really? around doing nothing, and you, you think what a huge difference any one of these guys would make to the New Japan Junior Division. But yeah, you, you, I, I hope they do something with showing your in singles capacity. But if that kills the Junior Tag Division, so be it. I mean, it's this double edged sword, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but and again, to me, uh, the the idea of the junior tag titles being in this rut is kind of surprising considering the past 10 years of new Japan's history. Like if of anything, I think that that is one of the biggest shocks to me. The fact that it does feel incredibly stale right now. Um, where, you know, the the company used to have just a plethora of people that you could tap into. It's just not there anymore. I would I, again, it's, it, a lot of this you would think has to do with pandemic related issues. Um, and getting people in and out. And I think if that wasn't, if that handcuff wasn't there. I think we would be in a much better spot. Anyway, the, my point being is is I, I don't, like, are you excited for the return of Rapungi 3K or are were more excited of, hey, this is a, you know, I've been away for a year. Um, now we're going to do something different because, you know, we really weren't together for a year. So we're going to continue down that same path of not being together. Like, wouldn't that make more sense?
1: Yeah, it would. And I, I think most people are excited to see what's in store for both guys as singles wrestlers. Yeah. You know, People are talking about they want to see a Yo heel turn, maybe Yo team up with LIJ, or I don't know who, what other possibilities there are, but I don't think too many people are excited about Rapongi 3K coming back. Not because they're not a great team. They are, and they have great matches, but we've seen them all before because we've got the exact same teams there that we were there in 2018. Right, right. We didn't miss a beat at all. So, all right, oh, I hope... Mean, listen,
0: it, the idea... Again, I'm, I don't want to get too far ahead, but the idea of them getting a title shot is preposterous. So you would think that there is something up their sleeves, where somebody's turning on somebody, right? Some something. This, this cannot just be a match pinfall. We're done with this, right? Something has to be up their sleeves because again, the idea of we haven't been a tag team in a we haven't been in the same ring in a year, and now we got a title shot. Like what the fuck is that? But okay you would think that there's something up their sleeves
1: William says the Zebio Arena in Sendai was gorgeous. The LED screens wrapping around the arena with English descriptions was fantastic. Do you think this kind of modern-looking arena setup helps New Japan look better to Western fans?
0: Yes, absolutely. We're used to, you know, uh, listen, I got, just got done working flyers last night, and boy, am I tired. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like the the LED screens and the displays and, you know, their, the, the entrance graphics and the whole... Light Show, that yeah, I mean that's 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 a professional wrestling show. That's the that's what separates you working a fucking bingo hall and you working, you know, you looking like a major league promotion. Um, New Japan is a major league promotion, and if you know if if and if and when they do decide to come back to the states, you would hope eventually they would work their way back to those type of buildings. Um, I mean that's the goal whether that's going to be accomplished or not in the in the short term is highly debatable but yeah I mean that just makes you look like
1: a professional organization Alright let's touch on some of these uh, prior New Japan Cup matches just quick thoughts on them uh, New Japan Cup semi-final Shingo Takagi beat Evil in 22 minutes 43 seconds with Last of the Dragons so again this is Evil uh, con- uh, sorry Shingo continuing his sort of transformation to the, uh, the baby face character where he spent long time this matches the the baby face in peril before firing back to get his big win uh what do you think of it i thought it was uh, like one of the the the
0: better evil matches that i had to sit through and trust me every evil match i got my fucking remote in my hand because he's he's become uh a very skippable skippable um uh character in new japan um and I will say this, that th- there were moments where easily I felt like this whole thing, they're going to fuck everybody over <laughs> and the evil's going on and winning this nonsense. Uh, and then my levels of, of, uh, of anger would have, would have been up. Um, I thought to me, I enjoyed this evil match the most. and I think those two have a, have a decent chemistry together, um, but man, I tell you, I, I'm. It's it's you really got to knock the ball out of the park, and I talk about evil. Like evil's got to really put. Like I feel like I instantly grade him on the harshest curve because he's got to fucking do something that's spectacular for me to be like, okay, this this was good because I'm always anticipating the fuckery of evil.
1: Yeah, it wasn't the greatest match in the world, but probably one of the I thought it was good. Le- it the, the less egregious evil matches. But I, I'm perfectly okay with him in this spot, like I said before, of the sort of upper mid carder who gets gets the old main event, is going to run deep in these tournaments, but he's I don't think he's going to be holding the, the big belt anytime soon or, or winning oh, G1s or, or headlining <laughs> Wrestle Kingdoms or anything. We
0: said that before. <laughs> we said that before. <laughs> Um, okay, now, the other uh, semi I'm oh, sorry. Go me, ahead. I just, I just want to just shove in a, a quick question. Do you think, right now, the idea? I know it's. <laughs> you know, I'm not even going to ask it. I feel like I already know what you're going to say. Never mind. I was going to ask it. <laughs> do you think, in hindsight, putting that title on Evil was a mistake? That was my
2: question.
1: Uh did it really help him? I mean, I guess it. it again, I I I stick to my. Opinion at the time When we talked about That uh, Dominion show Last year Which was that They're playing with House money Right They could take that risk And put the belt on him And have him main event shows And build up that character As a credible main event threat Without suffering Any consequences Because of the the Ticket restrictions And I think that still applies Um, I was excited by the character At the time It was new It was fresh But now it's not New and fresh anymore And you know We know what we're going to get There's a pretty hard ceiling On um, what we can expect From Bullet Club Evil Main event matches, but um, once in a while, I'm okay with it.
0: Right, I feel like taking it out of context and not recognizing the time that it was done is a bit unfair. So, right, it's easy to sit here now and be like, "That sucked," right? But at the time when it did happen, it was it was exciting, you know. For for at least two or three weeks, it was exciting.
1: Anyway, <laughs> what, a, what a two or three weeks that was. All right, I'm sorry. Let's move on. and and to be fair to him he has had matches that I've really enjoyed since the turn like the the Naito match a power struggle I thought was a lot of fun I like the Sonata match at at Wrestle Kingdom but then he does a you know when he's forced to do these plodding 35 minute main events not this one specifically but others he's had in the past then uh, it's it's hard to stay excited about those but uh, let's talk about the other semi-final which was Will Ospreay defeating David Finney in 21 minutes 4 seconds with the Stormbreaker Uh, so I mean I guess it's hard to talk about this match um, and also not talk about Finley beating Jay White in the, the previous match in the quarterfinal. Because you know my big question last week was, can we elevate David Finley to the point in which he can get into the G one climax? And I think for me, after seeing these two performances, one where he's managed to you know squeak out. Well, I say squeak out. He he beat Jay White quite definitively, and then just narrowly falling to to Will Ospreay with his ankle injury. We've seen two sides of him here. You know, he's. he's I thought his, his selling was really good with the ankle injury. It was an exciting, dynamic, classic New Japan main event style match. And he looked totally comfortable and, and like he belonged there. So uh, to me, it's it's been a home run. This New Japan Cup, if nothing else, has helped to elevate David Finley to a point at which I'd be more than happy to, to see him in the G1. What, what did you think of the match? Yeah, he's
0: definitely in, number one. Um, I, I can't imagine the company not putting him in after... The, the, I mean, again, the minute that he got the pinfall on Jay, that's that's your next level. You've just reached next level. Um, I thought he was fantastic. Um, I don't think anybody doubted the fact that he could go. No, I, right? No one's. That's not. That was never the issue. Um, and if it was, you're dead wrong. Um, he's it was always is it, it, there's a certain reconditioning that now has to occur um where people need to to lose the idea of him being this at at best this mid-card guy and sometimes that takes a while for that to happen um and getting solid wins helps the problem is, is that when you push the button too hard um you get situations like, you know, you know, Jay White, where people just like, I can't take this seriously yet. Yet. And then people eventually come around because you're conditioned to see it. Um, no, I thought the matches were great. I thought both of them were, were really good. The Jay White match I thought was great, just the dynamic of those two guys having the history that they had. Um, and you're hoping that... Like, I'm sitting here watching the match and I'm hoping that Jay puts him over. Like, like... Like I was I was happier with that because of the idea of Jay being who he is now and helping a guy that you know ha- he had a relationship with in the dojo and helping him reach that next level. Like to me that was a um, a really cool moment. Like 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 that might go unnoticed. Right? That idea of Jay being the guy to help Finley cross that bridge. I, I like that's a cool moment. That that that's that to me that's the good part about pro wrestling. Like moments like that is cool. Um and then the match with Will I thought was very good. You know, let's be honest. Will has had a Will had a pretty good tournament, don't you think? Like, Will had probably in my top three at, at 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 least in the cup, and he and he you know he could be sniffing top rung as as MVP of the cup. Um. He he might I mean, he might very well be. Um, and I, and I thought that match was really good too. Um, and, and again the ankle injury and all that. So. Yeah, I think Finley. Let's put it this way. If it breaks up the team of Finley and Juice, I know we got to see him in, in impact. I'm kind of over Juice a little bit. Juice is becoming a little bit, he's kind of starting to get on my nerves a little bit. Um, if I could see David Finley on his own, I, I'd be very happy with that.
1: So, just if it's a straight shot, Juice or Finley in the G1, we're all taking Finley, right? I would love it, but I think both will be in. But yeah. I mean, if, if you only had to pick one.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm taking Finley. I'm taking Finley.
1: Let's see what he, he can do. Mm. Uh, okay. Oh, I mean, what do you, what, you'd rather have Juice? No, i take Finley. I, I think he's yeah. the better performer right now.
0: Yeah, I just think Finley, A, is more interesting. Um, I think we'll have more interesting matchups. Um, now, here's the problem is finley just going to be a pin eater? He's going to be a pin eater, right?
1: Well, if he's in the G1, uh I would put a hard ceiling on him for 8 points and I think that would be optimistic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think 8 is a real And that's that's not bad, right? That's that that's 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 okay. Yeah, 8's got to be 8 really is a ceiling. And you figure other guys that are going to be in it again. You you have to have guys that that lose. Just just it's just the mathematics of this thing. Um, I would hate to see him be a guy that takes too many pinfalls, but he's taking more pinfalls than he's than he's winning. Let's put it that way.
1: Elliot says, "Wasn't it better that the camera didn't see Finley's fall quote unquote injured his ankle?" I thought it left her. A- to our imaginations and made the injury more believable uh, Louis said is kayfabe not dead between Finley's foot injury and the ending segment of the New Japan Cup uh, did the New Japan work the fans I know I fell for Finley's foot injury and Spannerhead says after his loss to Finley is Jay White becoming the Jadus in his mind How Is it very clever but yeah I thought they, they did a good job with the ankle injury um, I wasn't sure whether it was legit or not just the way that they didn't have the camera focusing on it and then obviously as they leaned into it As the match went on Then it became clear that it was part of the storyline But just the way it was executed at first was was well done And I thought it was a really good match um, Also on that show Damon Something else happened Which we need to, to talk about Which was the earthquake That went on oh, yeah. at the time during the show uh, Which yeah. Earth shattering happenings Damon which is Real groundbreaking stuff there uh, We saw a, a seismic shift In the landscape in New Japan I was on John Tenterhooks. Uh, the team that lost the match probably wanted the earth to swallow them up. There have been rumblings about this for a while. Um, just the winner had it on a plate. Um, it was just the tectonic for a dull show so far. Uh, I was quaking in my boots. I gave it 7.2 on the Rickstar scale. <laughs> so I'm just reading through a bunch of puns that me and my friend Sipsy were, were sending each other during the show. But uh, that, that was certainly interesting, wasn't it? And commentary team did a great job uh fill in all that um, the dead time didn't they yeah yeah uh,
0: that's that happened once before I, I think I want to say it was a Young Bucks match uh, uh, apparently uh, it was at, a, qu-
1: a Kyle O'Reilly best of the Super Juniors match oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: So, that's uh, look I love that country I love visiting there that is the one thing that I do have in the back of my mind all the time when I'm there a fucking like what are you doing in an earthquake Like, okay, there's a thunderstorm, you take shelter, right? Okay. Um, A tornado, you get to, you know, in the basement. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of other natural disaster. Like, a fucking earthquake, everything's moving. I can't imagine the fucking ground moving. Uh, I'm always in a high hotel, and I always feel like, oh, my God, I'd be so scared. I wouldn't be able to sleep the rest of the trip. I would just be – we had small ones when we were there. Um, we were we you know of course after the show drank 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 drink and I think we were just taking a break and we were going to reconvene uh, downstairs in the lobby and uh, I remember we took a break and I was sitting on the side of the bed and I had a uh, onigiri oh I miss that so much and I'm fucking shoveling food down my throat and boom all of a sudden the fucking room's moving and of course my phone's lighting up like what the fuck? Is that? What the fuck is that? It's like, ah. So everybody gets downstairs and you couldn't use the elevator. Everybody went down the stairs and we're all looking at each other. And the staff's like, ah, oh, it was an earthquake. It's fine. You know, it's a small one. But yeah, it was an earthquake. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, it happened. And then one time, uh I was sitting in the bed after, and it always happens after the dome shows, it feels like. um They replayed the dome show on tv and i was it was late and i just had it on the tv and they had a, a lamp that was near the tv uh, like one of those standing lamps that had one of those chain you know pulley things to, to turn the, the lamp on and off and and like i was really i mean i you know obviously i had a couple of pops in me and i'm just lying in the bed and you know looking at the tv and i see the fucking things swinging and i'm like man i'm really fucked up and I was like, "Well, no, wait a minute, no, everything's moving." <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, instantly awake, like, oh fuck, I'm gonna die." Yeah, those
1: earthquakes, man, I can't imagine. Fucking, did you get them over there? Do you, do you do you see any of them? No, no, I did experience the one in Tokyo. I think it was at Reskinum Twelve, so what, that would have been 2018. I slept through it, but then Mali was awake. She experienced it, I don't know. a few people were texting me saying, "Whoa, did you feel that?" Um, Mally thought it was the people in the hotel room above us having energetic sex. She didn't realise it was an earthquake, so there you (laughs) go. (laughs) Not that she's used to sex like that. (laughs) No, she's... Oh, poor... (laughs) Poor, <laughs> woman. Right, we're not going to go Don't worry no, no, no. All right. All right. New Japan Cup quarterfinal Will Ospreay beat Sanada in 18 minutes 56 seconds with a Stormbreaker I think Sanada has had quite a nice little tournament The, the Nagata match was a bit of a snoozer But uh, I thought by and large he's done well He hasn't botched anything I thought he's shown some good energy Particularly against Ishii And in this Ospreay match he, just, he tends to be a better foil For someone who's more en- uh, aggressive uh, and, and forces the high pace upon him And I thought it was a uh, a mix of stars here that work really well together these two I think sonata works best when there's no
0: expectations on him i cause i think i think people put expectations on him that he can't deliver right he's never going to give you that great wrestling match and they keep putting him in spots where he's you know you were you would expect him to deliver and it never happens but it, it like but like being uh the means to an end to a tournament like you know just being the middle ground guy to you know, be in, um, I mean, that, I think that suits him just fine, right? You put him in the ring, give him no expectations. You, all you got to do is win one match, lose lose to get the guy over to the, to the next round. That's perfect for him because then I don't, you know, like nobody went into this being like, Sonata's winning it. I, I mean, At least I wasn't. So maybe I felt like, uh, I mean, look, you think higher of the matches than I do. They were there but they didn't make me physically ill <laughs> watching. <laughs> no, not, maybe not physically ill, but like I'm bored out of my tears um, because I didn't have any expectations for it. Like I didn't place anything in my mind. And M- Maybe that's how you just enjoy Sonata. Like as much as he doesn't care, that's how much you should care. And then meh, maybe you get, maybe you meet in the middle.
1: Uh, next quarterfinal was Shingo Takagi beating Kenta in 23 minutes, 47 seconds with the last of the Dragon, and, and again, it was where his uh, New Japan Cup took a turn, and he was booked against these um, Bullet Club heels, so he could play that role as the, the underdog babyface, which we saw in practice here, um, and and pretty good match. Yeah, I liked it. To... Kenta's an MVP, man. He's an MVP, and
0: it's not always, you know, again, it's not Noah Kenta you're getting all the time, but... Just the small, subtle things that he does. Like I, I like I just feel like he's a just a like a really solid performer. And people love to 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 pick apart guys like his their WWE runs. But I will say this. While New Japan allows you to have the creative freedom to do what you want. And to be the character you want, and to develop in that fashion, you can tell that his time there, as, as successful as it wasn't, you he did pick up things that you're you you can kind of tell were refined with his time in Orlando. You know what I mean? Like he feels like a guy who does little tiny subtle things really well and whether that's promo whether that's just little subtle things in the ring even before matches like there's there's something to be said about like i want to trade like i trust me i don't i'm not saying that his time there was you know well spent and it really launched career you know but he did pick up some things there that maybe he didn't have before
1: and the last quarterfinal was uh, Evil beating Toriano in 7 minutes 54 seconds with the Evil (laughs) and Dick Togo turned the lights off Uh, I quite liked that finish I thought it was quite funny I I thought at first I thought oh god are they saying that Evil's got magical powers but then you saw Dick Togo coming back with a big grin on his face and you realise he turned out the lights which I thought was come on got a little chuckle from that did you yeah. He's an electrician. He's, he knows where
0: the power box is.
1: <laughs> no, it was only seven minutes long. You, know, you can't, can't argue with that. I, I understand.
0: I got I to be all honest right. with you. I was more upset with that than the. Than the. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right.
1: Uh, all right, so overall thoughts on the tournament. Good one. Nice, lots of clean finishes. High match quality. Um, uh, with the uh, exception of the post match angle, I thought from start to finish, it was one of the, the better ones I can remember in history. Um, Big T says, how often does a match in the middle of a tournament outclass the final? I weirdly enjoyed Ospreys' SJ more than the final, and the other matches in the cup. Final's good, but not the best offering between those two, so um, yeah, big pitch thoughts. What was your favourite match as well?
0: Between those two? I mean, it was... Well, the whole I tournament. Will... Yeah, Will and, and, and Zach was tremendous. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, uh, Okada's match was pretty great. Right. Final. Great. Which one am I going with? Hmm. I personally really liked Zach and Will. There was there was something about that where they were able to work a match that felt a bit different than what you would normally expect. It felt like a fight. A pro wrestling fight. I, I think that might be my favorite one of the tournament.
1: And we should talk about our sport of pro wrestling pickums. So, thank you very much to Chris Samsa for organizing that. And the winner yes. is Chris Samsa with 70 points. What? What, <laughs> so what are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> get, look who won the pony. Uh, I came in a respectable eighth place with 64 points. Um, nice. In last place was Ollie D in 141st place with. Fourteen points. So, uh, Ollie, get in the bin, my friend. That's that's in the I'm bin sure. with
0: you. Um, do we know Ollie? Do we know
1: Ollie? No, no, I do not. Okay.
0: Well, Ollie, here's a shout out from from Damon. You got to you got to watch this stuff a little bit a little bit more uh, critical eye. You know, you got to you know, you're just sitting here lying on the couch, just let, like letting it sit in the background. You got Got to watch this shit. All right. So I expect expect better from you. Come G one season. All right. I'm going to be looking for you, Ali. We're going to be, we're going to have. A, a, <laughs> yeah, we want to see improvements. Otherwise, we want to see some improvements. Yeah, or we're we're banishing you to all Japan. All right, <laughs> you can't watch this anywhere. So we need to see we need to see a better effort from you. Okay, if you're going to be listening to this show. You better you better better step up your game. All right, all right, all right.
1: I know. And here's the thing. I know you can do it. I got I, I confidence. You. We believe in you, I, Oli D. We believe in you. We know you can do it. All right. Take Comeback it. is on. All right. Uh, the Sakura Genesis card. This will be on Sunday, April the 4th at uh, Sumo Hall. First match, we got Doki, Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi versus Jado, Tangaloa, Tamatonga. Second match is Yoshihashi, Ishii, Goto, Yano, Okada against Dick Togo, Ishimori, Yudro, Kenta and Evil. Third match, we got Shingo, <laughs> Sanada and Naito against Jeff Cobb, Great Okan and x Fourth match we've got... Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Satoshi Kojima and Hiroshi Hiroshi Tanahashi against Farley and Jay White. Fifth match is the junior tag team title match showing Yo against Kanemaru Desperado and the sixth match... IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match Kota Ibushi against Will Ospreay. Uh, Mark says, "When was there a less interesting-looking main card than Sakura genesis Do you think there'll be a, ch- a change to add something more interesting if there's enough backlash or bad ticket sales? It is. It's not great, is it, Damon? And it, you know, it's not like Sakura Genesis has uh, typically been like a, a mega show or anything, but it's usually better than this. I mean, to me,
0: you got." A junior tag title match that you have seen, as Joel has counted, 7,263 times. And to be fair, a title match that we've seen, not maybe at this level, but we've seen this match a few times before. We know it's going to be good. Bordering on great. This this has the, the makings of being the old chef's kiss. Um, but it is okay. We got, we we got a one match here. We got one match but then littered with multi-man tags. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> look, if you're looking at that card and snoring as I did, I'm, I'm right there with you.
1: Right, well, let's talk about uh, this X then. So Brian says, who do you think X will be for United Empire and why? Bray says, if Hinare is revealed as a mystery man in United Empire, what do you think his ceiling is as a member of the heel faction in the promotion? Simon says, follow-up question, rumours say Hinare, Mikey Nichols, or Robbie Eagles will be X. Being the pin guy for Empire could be a poison chalice. Look at Bushi and LIJ, Doki in suzuki gun For that reason, I hope X isn't Eagles. What is the function? Uh, well, I don't know. This is my question. <laughs> my question is, what is the function of this new member? So is it going to be uh, a, another singles guy is it going to be a junior I doubt it because it's it's in uh, a six man match against all uh, the LRJ heavyweights is this going to be someone who's going to be doing a tag run with, with a Jeff Cobb maybe because I mean I'm assuming o'connor and Naito are going to pick up their feud again is it going to be someone who's going to be the pin eater for the group so there's a lot of questions about what role this ex is going to fulfil and they've been bigging him up backstage saying you know he's a weapon, he's going to change the game for them so it, it would be a bit strange if it were Hanara who's just been beaten like a drum uh, I know he's got a change of attitude and of course this is not me casting aspersions on him as a wrestler because we all think he's really talented and maybe this would be the, the new coat of paint and change of attitude to get him shot up the card somewhere uh, he did tweet that he's going back home there was a picture of a sunset at four o'clock in the afternoon in Japan. So someone pointed out that the sun doesn't <laughs> set that early in March. So, uh, you know, it could have been an old photo. Maybe he's not trying to deliberately deceive people or maybe he's working. Maybe it is going to be Hinari. I think gun to my head, I would say it, it is going to be Hinari. Um, your thoughts, Damon. I say it's going to be Amber Gallows, um, taking over,
0: <laughs> a new, uh, love interest for Will Ospreay. Um, look, I think all 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 roads point to Hanari on this, in my mind. I think with what we've seen with him just little little teases of dissension, little teases of frustration. Him uh getting a little angry, uh post match promos and shit like that. Um I'd like to say it. I'd like to see that. I think that'd be cool. I would like to see him as kind of like the uh I mean, as I say it, I think there are people that, like... All right, so you have Hanari in there. Unless they completely change his gimmick, doesn't he feel like he's, like, the dollar store
1: Jeff Cobb at that point? Yeah. I don't know. Again, I'll reserve judgment until I see how he's used, but your point being that they're both sort of hostile power guys, but Cobb is bigger and more muscular and, and let's be fair, a better wrestler than him at this point.
0: Right. Like, what, I mean, again, unless they, they really change him up a bit, like, I don't know. A
1: little,
0: a little strange. So, yeah, I mean, I would say Hanari. Honestly, I would say that would, be, that would be my pick, let's put it that way.
1: Uh, Firehawk says, Do Joel still stand by his January prediction of Will winning the gold at Sakura Genesis? If not, where does Will go from here with a loss? And you see Ibushi versus Okada, Tanahashi, or Shingo at the stadium shows. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I think Osprey has, just by winning the cup, I think that that's been an elevation in and of itself. Do I think they go all out and have him as the firsts? iwgp world heavyweight champion i'm not so Go sure ahead. it's a, it's a coin flip for me actually i think maybe i'm leaning more towards ibushi winning i'd say 60 40 in favor of ibushi i
0: think will wins i think will wins um i i want to say that and i've said this before numerous occasions that that company is high on will osprey and and i know i've said many times in the past in a joking fashion and in a serious fashion that they are going to push this dude to the moon uh, so so i think we see a title change Thank
1: you. And just touching back on the Rapongi 3K thing. Rob says, the Rapongi 3K get one last run with the junior tag butts before splitting up, or will they break at Sakura? And Frankie says, Overhungering Yo turning on Show and joining the Empire as their junior. I don't think Show's going to be doing double duty because then he would have to be debuted in match, uh, the third match and then come out again and wrestle at, with Rapongi 3K in the okay. fifth match. So I don't think it's going to be Yo because it just logistically didn't work. Let me ask you a question. That Matt, that 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 show.
0: Do you think it's intentionally built to put all the spotlight on that heavyweight title match? Like that is it? That feels to be like an intentionally boring undercard. To put all focus on that main event. That screams to me
1: title change. I don't even think a bit that deeply. I just think they've spread themselves so thinly with all these extra shows and all this content they're doing that they've had to spread out their title matches like you see how the never title now has basically taken the slot of the ic title it's the secondary belt that is going to be feuded over from by by the main eventers who are not in the, the heavyweight title picture which is why we're looking at tanahashi versus jay white for that and that's going to be saved to headline another show so i mean there's a lot of questions about why they're hissing around with the belts and getting rid of the lineage of one of them and, and getting rid of one and elevating another if, if the booking patterns are going to stay the same. So uh, that's a bit of a head-scratcher, but I just I, I just think it's simply a case of they're, they're stretching themselves too thinly rather than deliberately putting on a weak card to give more emphasis to the main event.
0: Man, it just seems like a real... I mean, that is one of the weakest undercards we've seen at all. I mean, and we've seen some weak ones. That's just just bare-boned. Uh and then boom you got your i don't know i just that i just I've, i kind of see this one as as a title change just just because there's nothing else on that show that the fucking hmm,
1: uh,
0: okay uh and this is the first world title defense correct
1: that's right we're going to crown a brand new champion the first of the lineage
0: A lot of a lot of missteps with this fucking uh, this regime, All right? What do you think about what do you think about Harold? I'm Miss Harold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just saying. Doesn't it feel like uh, doesn't it feel like we've spent a lot of time talking about non ring stuff with this regime? Like some yeah, more than
1: some, some, usual, definitely.
0: Yeah. I mean did have we have we done a lot with Harold like we would bust on Harold and and uh, Craven and and all those guys um I don't know I don't feel like this regime has had a you know as I don't think this regime has had as much criticism as Harold's reign, and I think it's really, yeah, I mean, again, every week we're talking about nonsense. That's got to fall on the fucking, the the top, the brass, right?
1: Am I out of my mind with that? No, there's been quite a high concentration of uh, shenanigans over the last, what, nine months or so. Uh, some speculation that maybe it's uh, Dick Togo joining the booking committee has led to these weird changes. He's, I mean, I'm, uh,
0: he has that much influence over guys that have been sitting at the, at those tables before?
1: Now, they're scared of him, Damon, because he's got the garrot He's a frightening man. <laughs> now... Dick, I, I'm not sure we should get rid of our heavyweight tumble. <laughs>
0: okay, we'll do it. Frightening... <laughs>
1: the fuck is this goodfellas
0: now jesus christ oh an aristocrat all right um so again not an exciting show there but uh world title match
1: and i think we're gonna see a change all right where else you want to go now where do you want to go now joe I would like to answer Mark's question. He says, do you think Andrade uh, slash La Sombra will come to New Japan? And MBTLOUFC says, if Andrade doesn't join New Japan before Sacro Genesis or the two Dome slash stadium shows, do we think Naito will introduce him a la Shibata and Kenta pre-G1? And Guy Jager says, how bummed would you be if Andrade debuts as a member of the Empire? So, of course, this is someone who has been in New Japan before uh what do you think the chances are of him appearing there again in the future now that he is out of WWE with without the 90-day no compete clause that's right
0: um i think it's a i think it's almost a definite that you will see him in a new japan pro wrestling ring this year definite that being said i don't think he's going to be uh x Right, and I, I don't think he'll be with the Empire, United Empire. I think, uh, I think, it, Los Ingobernables is where we'll, we'll be seeing. Uh, I mean, again, c- consider the fact that there is a opening with Evil's departure that has yet to be filled, and this one is a, an easy transition right on in. Um, so yeah, I think. I think that's where we'll see him. But, yes, I think that's very good news. A, a, a guy who, you know, we just talked about guys floundering in, in uh, WWE. There's a perfect example of a real talented dude who uh, I'm sure feels like the weight of the world has been lifted from his shoulders. And he can be creative again and able to work. And, and it is amazing what they what they think talent is, that company. You know, it is it is pretty amazing. Um, I'm not saying he's one of my favorite wrestlers. In fact, I'll go so far as to say, I think he's very good. I don't, I, I don't think he's like this world-class pro wrestler, but I think he's very good. And it'll be a welcome addition to
1: uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling once again yeah I think it's most likely landing spot initially at least will be ROH uh, but of course with you know, the beautiful friendship uh, that they've got going on with New Japan we, the, the two things are not mutually exclusive I would uh, hope I'd be optimistic that we see him appearing at New Japan at, at some point you know, once we can get the travel going again um, alright well that's main roster stuff can I talk please about New Japan Strong
0: you absolutely can I think everyone looks forward to uh, your takes and uh, what's going on over there? So we don't have to. All
1: right. <laughs> so uh, I i didn't get a chance to review last week's show, so I'm going to do that. This is March the 12th, where we saw uh, the Regal Twins beat Adrian Quest and Barrett Brown in 11 minutes 33 seconds by a small package, and it's another good win for the Regal Twins. Is that they, they are perfect for these short, fun opening matches. Uh, I like their tattoo shirts that they're wearing now because they're in this stable with Brody King. All they're really lacking is some character, but uh, they'll get there. Um, nice, simple about, little build. How about
0: junior tag team champions? I know.
1: That, I mean, we are desperate for junior tag team. so if, again, as soon as the travel situation opens up, I will be hoping to get them over and, and build them up on the main roster, because they desperately need it there over in Japan. Uh, and also, within this match, they uh, have a nice, simple little build Uh, between Adrian Quest and Barrett Brown a bit of discord, a bit of shoving like hey that was your fault blah 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 blah. it's really simple storytelling but you can't go wrong with that it's these little touches that make it good to watch because I want to see what happens next so thumbs up for that Uh, we had Hiko Leo uh, defeating Jordan Clearwater in 7 minutes 50 seconds with a Samoan driver and again Hiko Leo is uh, growing in confidence and and swagger I thought Clearwater did a good job in making Hiko Leo look like a beast despite them being of comparable heights there and uh, he is a good furry baby face Jordan Clearwater there was a little hope spot before it just got snuffed out by a snap power slam and a Simone driver so a really nice finish there um, and I'm never going to turn my nose up at a Bullet Club heel who wins cleanly um, and I think long term he should be built up as Bad Luck Fale's replacement I don't know if that is the direction but I can definitely see the upside in that and another New Japan Cup qualifying match we have Fred Rosser beating JR Kratos in 40 minutes 60 seconds with a schoolboy I think I like Fred Rosser a lot he's got good facial expressions that help uh, get over the the story of the match and you know we do love to shit on WWE but like you said when we're talking about Kenta wrestlers do learn and develop a lot of useful skills there I think this is one of them and it was a nice story with uh, Fred trying to outsmart Jr. Kratos because he couldn't out-muscle him. But Kratos uh, was no fool and was able to match Rossa in the mind game. So it was a, a good subversion of a, a tried and tested trope where we might assume Jr. Kratos is less intelligent. But he could adapt his own game plan on the fly but uh, was just eventually caught out at the end there. And uh, I was impressed by Kratos here and that was in no small part due to Rossa doing a good job bumping and, and selling for him despite being a, a large gentleman himself. I'm Damon. I'm trying to like develop a rating system for these guys and how much I would want to see them in Japan on the main roster. So I think the mm-hmm. gold standard should be: is this person G one worthy? And Kratos is not there yet. He's not quite there, but I'll put him as a solid World Tag League entrant, and that's a compliment because I enjoyed the World Tag League last year. Um, I think Joe Kratos would be popular in Japan because you know they they like the big uh, foreign Hoss wrestlers there and I thought this was a really good match the finish could have been a little bit cleaner not a huge complaint um, I don't think Kratos lost much from the defeat he still looks strong because they ran a little angle at the end with Hikuleo coming out attacking Rossa post-match to avenge uh, a previous loss that he had to Fred Rossa so these matches and these results matter we are building long-term feuds here in New Japan Strong and I'm expecting them uh, to meet again in the first round of the cup and looking forward to it because of, of the attention to, to detail like this And then the next episode we saw, uh, this was on Friday, March the 19th. We got nice promos from Brodie King and Bateman at the start of the show. Again, just little things. You don't see it on the main roster. You don't get little video packages at the start of the show where they're um, doing promos and hyping up the matches. You always got to go to YouTube for the post-match comments. So maybe something they they might want to think about bringing into the main roster at some point. A little pre-match promo wouldn't do any harm. We had, um, let me see, we had uh, Jeff Cobb. Defeating Alex Coglin in five minutes fifty eight seconds with the tour of the islands. Um there's a very good Alex Coglin interview with uh, Kieran of Wrestling on the Wrestling podcast feed on on YouTube. Um really interesting. I like Alex Coglin's moustache. There's some good uh, chat about Mortal Kombat there, so I'd recommend people check that out. Uh, is this that the was... wrestling is that the
0: Wrestling Tavern show?
1: I-N-N. Wrestle in I N S. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. What am I gonna get it? Well, I, I like to I like having beverages and I like pro wrestling.
1: Hey, Kieran. I know Kieran's listening. Get in touch. Damon would love to be on your show. So. Uh, I mean, I don't know about
0: love, but i would
1: like to have a beer, at least. <laughs> Send him some yeah, beer. can we do that? That's perfect. Okay, yeah. forget the thing about being on the show. Send some alcohol. No, I want to be on the show. I want to be on the show. I want to be on the show. Oh, dear. Um... Yeah, so, I mean, this uh, Coglin versus Cobb, it was just a squash match, but um, Cobb looked like a monster, Coughlin played his part in that, which was good, and then we were back to our New Japan Cup uh, qualifying matches with Ren Narita defeating Mysterioso in 11 minutes, 12 seconds with the Narita Special, the uh, Narita Special 3, sorry, some very cool early uh, Lucha-style mat exchanges there, which you don't get to see too much from... Uh, the, the Japanese Young Lions and, and Kevin Kelly did a good job bringing out those interesting thoughts like the fact that uh, Young Lions in Japan wouldn't have much experience dealing with stuff like uh, lucha style or, or out of the ring brawling so it was really interesting clash of styles here and Rita reminds me a lot of Yuji Nagata in, in his offence and his technique so um, excited to see how well he goes in the, the tournament proper and then the Last, um, for this show at least, the uh, New Japan Cup qualifying match was Brodie King defeating Bateman in 30 minutes, 25 seconds with a ganso bomb. This was, this is good. This was a nasty, uh, ugly brawl where we had like the, the calculated offense of Bateman, who's going after Brodie King's knees against Brodie's mauling bear-like style. And I'm um, excited to see uh, Brody King again, see how he will do in the New Japan Cup. So, I mean, big picture thoughts on Strong. I, I'm really enjoying it, Damon. And I'm not just saying that because it, it's getting better. We've got stakes. We've got meaningful matches. The people are putting in effort because they know that basically they're out there advertising themselves for, for bigger spots. We're getting, and for, for other promotions as well. We're getting clean finishes. It's simple storytelling. The matches don't go too on too, go on for too long. And it's it's really easy to digest. You just get three matches a week. It is my favorite weekly wrestling show. I, I'm not afraid to wow. say, wow. And we've got two more qualifying matches for the Cup next week. We've got Clark Connors against TJP. I'm begging Clark Connors to win that. Uh, because TJP, very entertaining wrestler, but just an absolute knobhead. And Chris Dickinson against Blake Christian. I fully expect Chris Dickinson to win that one. So we are looking potentially at a, a New Japan Cup lineup of, hopefully, Clark Connors, Chris Dickinson, to Brodie King, Tom Lawler, Leo Rush, Hicoleo. And Fred Rosser, which is, is really exciting to me. Uh, Frankie says, thoughts on that New Japan Cup USA confirmed lineups some very interesting potential matchups that I'd love to see done in front of a real crowd. Damian, what do you think of those names? That's pretty cool. Look, I'm excited. The fact that this is your
0: new... I, I, you know what? For all the fucking stuff that we uh, you had to go through on online, that should be your next tweet. That New Japan Strong is my favorite weekly pro wrestling program. Period. Send. That's awesome. We need to get more people on that. We need to get more people on that. That's a good line that's a good New Japan Cup
1: lineup too. Give me, give uh, and me. sorry, I, I mean, we were this close from having Mighty Skull sneaked on there, so I'm not going to count my chickens yet, but I'm glad he's All not, right, so listen, but, I can enjoy my product in peace.
0: Okay, but, uh, but here's, okay, here's my point. It didn't air. So it didn't happen. So the show still remains intact. Now, if they said, ah, fuck you people. We're, we're putting it on, we pay for his flight. Fuck that. He's on. No, and then, then, then you do have a problem, right? But they 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 had them on they shot the angle it got out it was there was an uproar and they did the right thing at least they did the right thing there now again you can argue that well okay great you fucking did it cuz cuz everybody complained but that's how this works i guess in this world right they but they did the right thing at the like as much as i want to fucking sometimes just grab them and, 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 and look him in the eye and be like, what are you doing? Uh, they did the right thing by by eventually doing the right thing. It's okay that New Japan Strong is your favorite weekly episodic wrestling program. And I think that that is important to promote.
1: I do. All right. I'm going to knock it on the head there because we do have some more questions. But uh, my my little girl is feeling a bit under the weather I'm going to go and see see how they're all doing so uh, redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash j dash cast and thank you everyone who has donated money to us so that's the link if you want to throw some bucks our way discord link is in the show notes and if you want to get one of our t-shirts at cobra kawaii and pro wrestling forward slash super j cast massive thanks as always to editor dan please find him on twitter at lousand 219 subscribe to the voices of wrestling podcast network for other great shows please give us a five snake review on itunes and some kind words Follow us on Twitter at The Super Jcast. Thank you everybody for listening and goodbye.